So did you know that pets have elements? So we're going to be learning tonight about winter and its element and some acupressure points to help you and your pet during the winter season. But first, really fast, I'm Ann Angelo Webb, the Animal Intuitive. I'm a nationally board certified animal massage and acupressure practitioner, as well as having been an animal communicator professionally for almost two decades going on. Uh, and talking to animals all of my life. And here in the Animal Intuitive Show, we give animals a voice through animal communication, natural pet care. We also do interviews with experts in the fields of animal care and advocacy. So if you're new here, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I am available to do some animal communication this evening after the lesson, and what happens is the show has to process, so I'll put timestamps once the show processes if you're coming on and watching this in replay and you want to watch one or the other, uh, you should be able to find it that way. Uh, and if you're watching it in the replay and you need to, please fast forward if there are times when I'm quiet when I do the animal communication, but let me proceed with the rest of the show. So hello, everybody. I just want to say hi to those of you in the chat. Good to see you, Cheryl. Good to see you, Judy Ann. And thank you to everyone who is not in the chat, but is just watching. So at the time of this recording, where I am at least, we are in the winter season in the Northern Hemisphere. And also, I forgot to mention, we are going to have a drawing for those of you who are live in the chat tonight. Uh, so this is, by the way, a redo. I did this about a, about a year ago. I did a topic like this and I decided to do it over because there were just some things I didn't like about it. There were problems with the camera. I had a, a phase where my hair was being eaten by the background. It just wasn't good. So I decided to do it over because I'd like to do a series of the, the elements again. So, and good evening, Carol. Good to see you. Uh, so what I'll do too, is when we do the drawing at the end, I'll have everyone put in the chat, uh, closer to that point in time, something so that I can see who wants to participate. I'll have you put something in the chat. Okay. So even if you're not watching this in the winter season, that's okay, because there's lots of information I'm going to talk about that is really generalized to all of the seasons and elements and traditional Chinese medicine. And the acupressure points can also be used, you know, of course, at any time. So don't worry about that. But it could be that you or your pet have physical or personality characteristics of water elements. So this would be especially interesting for you if that's the case. So winter is ruled by water element. But just to give you first like a basic outline of how traditional Chinese medicine conceptualizes how the body works. Um, animals have what's known as, in, in traditional Chinese medicine, it's thought of as meridian system. So these are, meridians are paths in throughout the body that uh, life energy known as qi flows. And the meridians can be thought of like energetic highways. The meridian system also uses the concept of yin and yang and refers to the flow of, again, this qi or life force energy and its relationship to the the balance of yin and yang or yin and yang however you say it so yin and yang just to if people aren't sure what that looks like many people have seen the yin and yang symbols but that's what that is and you see the uh this principle in this image of duality 
that we can see in everything and everywhere this you, you can't have light without dark you can't have hot without cold uh, good health is believed in traditional chinese medicine to come from a balance of yin and yang and this balance of yin being this it's considered the negative dark feminine energy and that doesn't mean bad because it says negative and yang which is this positive bright masculine energy so neither one is better than the other it's just that they work together and work in, in together in balance and flow in and out of each other so altogether there are 14 main meridians throughout the body there is one that runs up the center of the body the front of the body and there's one that runs along the back along the spine and then there's 12 which are paired with the major organs of the body and those run from head to toe along the rest of the body these 12 are called or known as the organ meridians and six of these organ meridians are considered yang or yang in nature, and six are considered yin in nature. The yin channels are located on the inner surfaces of the body, and the yang channels are considered to be located on the outer surfaces of the body. Surfaces of the body, sorry. Okay, so, and again, you know, you see in the yin and yang, you've got the white uh, with the uh, black dot in the middle, so you've got part of each and each other, you've got the black with the white dot in the middle. So each meridian is that yin and yang pair. So that means that each yin organ, uh, which would be the lung, heart, kidney, liver, and spleen, that's paired with its corresponding yang organ, which would be the large intestine, stomach, small intestine, bladder, gallbladder. So the energetic function of the main organs are characterized and associated with the five elements that we're going to be tonight we're going to be talking primarily about one of those and the associated organs are paired with yin and yang these these paired organs go with the uh, elements each paired organs two organs have each an element that they go with so we are going to be talking tonight about the water element and that involves kidney and bladder and sorry i just want to back up a little bit <clears throat> oops move something hold on uh, okay okay so um but just to real quick go through the different elements that we we won't be getting into in depth tonight but there is the wood uh, that is liver gallbladder and that would be like the springtime spring season there is the fire element which involves the heart and small intestine and that's the summer there's uh, um, earth element which is stomach and spleen which is the late summer there's metal element which is in the fall and that's long and large intestine and then we come to the winter, which is uh, the water, which is kidney and bladder. And in addition, there's also the pericardium and triple heater. With what the triple heater is, it's, it's not an actual organ that we might think about it, like something that we all think of in like science class or, you know, it's something that's, um, it's not a physical structure in traditional Chinese medicine. Um, the five L and the pericardium being the lining of so the protective um, lining of the heart. So the five element system is used to describe the energy movements 
So the ascending energy is that wood energy that I mentioned. So it's growing, it's stretching. Uh, the floating energy is that fire, which is that heat, bloom. The descending energy is metal. So that's descending, collecting. Uh, sinking energy is the water. And the midline is the earth, which is the neutral and nurturing. So this energy continues to descend into the earth where it meets with the water deep within the ground and it's stored as potential. So during the winter, you think of it as like that energy being stored and it's considered to be sinking in the winter season. And then it would come out in the spring. So that's considered to be in the depths, depths below the surface. And the meridian system pair that is highlighted in the season of winter, as I mentioned, is again, kidney and bladder meridian lines. So I want to reference something called the inner classic of the yellow emperor. And this uh, book or, or, you know, documents contain some of the old, it's a gathering of, of information into a book, I guess you'd say contains some of the oldest teachings about winter and its relationship to the kidneys. So the idea in the book, it, it has this basis in Taoist philosophy. The key to a long, healthy life is to follow the Tao, which is considered the natural way of the universe. There is an ancient treatise on health and disease said to have been, and this is an ancient treatise on health and disease, which is said to have been written by famous Chinese emperor, Huang Qi, around 2600 BC, Huang Chi uh, was given the title uh, Yellow Emperor's Classic of Medicine and the latest translations is a semi-mythical figure. And the book probably dates from later around 300 BC and maybe a compilation of the writings of several authors. So whether its origin is of the book is proved to be very important um, as a reference work for practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine, even to this day. The book takes the form of a discussion between Huang Qi and his physician, and Huang Qi inquires about the nature of health, disease, and treatments. So he's told by his physician, during the winter, excuse me, during the winter months, all things in nature wither, hide, return home, and enter a resting period, just as lakes and rivers freeze and snow falls. This is a time when yin dominates yang. So that was that darker I mentioned energy. Um, and it's also the color you might think of as blue or, or uh, black. Therefore, one should refrain from overusing the yang energy, that more of that like forward up energy. Retire early, get up with the sunrise, which is later in the winter. Desires and mental activity should be kept quiet and subdued as if keeping a happy secret. Stay warm, avoid the cold, and keep the skin covered. Avoid sweating. So the theory of winter season is one of conservation and storage. Without such practice, the result would be injury to the kidney energy. And this can cause weakness, shrinking of muscles, and coldness. And then the body loses its ability to open and move about in the spring. So the meridians are also the way that your muscles get their energy. Each meridian